Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. One final ride, one final point of pride. Morning to you. Good Friday morning from Baltimore. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. It will be the Steelers versus the Ravens here in Baltimore on Sunday. And it will be, if we're being real here, a meaningless football game. The Steelers need the Jaguars to beat the Colts, which will not happen. The Steelers need to win this game, which I believe will happen, and the Ravens need to win the game as well, but they also need like 75 other planets to align, including the Jaguars beating the Colts. So what we're talking about here is a game that's got two purposes at least from the Pittsburgh perspective. One is to send off Ben the right way. And no, I don't think that's happened yet. Uh, I'm probably influenced too much on this count by covering all the games, whether they're home or road, but to me, they don't feel all that different. And to the players, yeah, there's an emotional separation there. But games are games wherever they happen to be played. And I can tell you as someone who was up in Buffalo for that opener, and I saw Ben's excitement. Uh, If he were to go out with a victory in Baltimore, of all places, with Terrell Suggs in the house, I might add. If you haven't heard that, the Ravens, they bring back a a legend of the week. And Suggs is going to be their guy this week. And that's a respectful nod to Ben, which is really cool in light of the personal rivalry those two had over the years. But to finish there, walking off a winner, yeah, yeah, I think Ben gets it. Well, I mean, we we have to focus on us. I mean, that's our number one focus is us winning the football game because nothing happens if we don't. So so that'll be, um, you know, our 99.9% of our focus. Uh, because we're human, we're, we're probably still going to be peaking, but uh, we have to win our football game. That's all. I mean, that, that has to be our big focus. Sure, it's about playoffs and playoff standing and uh, helping the team to a victory that allows it to finish the season with a winning record for whatever that's worth. But as was the case with what we all witnessed this past Monday at Heinz Field, there's very much a uh, personal component to it. Ben, as there should be. Not to keep getting schmaltzy on this topic, but he's earned it. He has. And it's going to be important for him to walk off a winner. 
This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. But the game itself, yeah, man, there's something there. There's something there. I mean, setting aside the math and the worst-case scenario that the Jaguars somehow win their game and you don't take care of your own, this team and a lot of these individual players have plenty to play for. If I'm them, first of all, again, I'm thinking about the quarterback and not wanting to have that be some sort of sour script as the credits begin to roll. And I'm also thinking about my own performance in finishing strong. I mean, TJ is the one that jumps out. TJ Watt should be Defensive Player of the Year, even if he puts up nothing but eggs across his stat line. But, hey, you got somebody's third-string quarterback back there, presuming Lamar Jackson doesn't play, which the Ravens would be nuts to play him. Go get him. Run up the score, you know? Make it well, what, what it seems like it already is to a lot of us, which is just a fact. He is the defensive player of the year. But go nuts. Go nuts. Let it fly. You've got all offseason to recover from whatever might be ailing you. TJ's, of course, got the ribs and who knows what else. Go nuts. Cam Hayward's building a Hall of Fame-type resume. Go nuts. Run it up. Minka Fitzpatrick's in line for a contract from the Steelers. He has finished strong. Well, finish stronger. Punctuate it. On offense, every position on the offensive line, one would think, is open and available, and the more good stuff that you put on film in a stadium, on the road, in the AFC North, and all that other stuff that Tomlin values, go nuts. Play a great game. J.C. Hasenauer made a name for himself this past Monday with the Steelers brass in a way that he never could have done in a practice or in an exhibition game. The wide receivers, my goodness, the wide receivers. Let's see somebody, somebody rise up. Deontay Johnson will make more plays than he doesn't, but he didn't have a great game Monday. Chase Claypool hasn't had a great game. Um, <laughs> wow. Like since his rookie season, like a truly great game. Finish strong. James Washington's out of here, but James Washington can take advantage of the one or two targets he's allowed to get or not. I don't know. Najee Harris is coming off the game of his life, 188 yards. So finish stronger. Finish stronger. There's something for this team to benefit from going into the offseason and into next season with a more positive feel 
than if they lose it. I really, really believe that. And so does Cam, by the way. Give ourselves a chance. You know, um, I know uh, we need things to go our way, but uh, in that Baltimore stadium, that's all we're worried about. And we got to make sure uh, we give ourselves the best chance we can. Yep. Big game. Ravens. Ben's last game ever. Treat it as such. When we come back, just one question. time for just one question and that's brought to you always on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly and George. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents who need help with workers comp or medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG pride themselves in doing what they say they're going to do. It's important to them that when they make you a promise they keep that promise and this law firm has been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them at lgkg.com. And today's J1Q comes from Nate Hinsman, who asks, Has Corliss Waitman earned himself an invite to training camp? I loved the Presley Harvin pick on draft day, but it seems like the confidence is no longer there. I believe Corliss Waitman has earned an invite, not just from the Pittsburgh Steelers, but from probably half the teams in the NFL. Uh, He's looked very good in a small sample size to date. And on top of that, as Mike Tomlin himself has acknowledged, there's a familiarity there with Waitman. They know him. They knew him from before this in his initial stint with the team. And they trust him and they value him. But when you kick this well, and you do it, here comes that phrase again, in stadiums on Sundays, then you're going to catch the notice of everyone in the league. So if the Steelers are serious about Waitman, if they're convinced that he's the guy, you're better off trying to sign him to a contract and then letting Harvin be the one who comes in on a tryout. Although he also would likely get off or somewhere else because of the nature of his leg and his ability to boom the ball whenever he's hitting it consistently. I'm going to throw this out here again. The kid didn't fall apart. The kid didn't crumble in the face of football. The kid had one hell of a family ordeal. And it happened right in the middle of a season that already should have challenged him in a lot of ways, mentally. I mean, the last game of his that we remember, the last couple of shanks and the boos that he heard coming off the field, which I'm not bringing that up to blame anybody, that no one knew. Publicly, that had not been information that was accessible about his dad, but the kid knew. His dad was there just days away from passing away. And the kid's thinking, I'm going to show, 
you know, my dad and my family and everything, and he, he misfires twice. This is, you know, let's be human here. I don't mean you, Nate. I, I know you mean well with the question. I'm, I'm talking about from a broader perspective here that I'm not ready to just throw this kid out over this circumstance. However, however, this is the part that I'm comfortable saying in a cold way. If they look at Waitman and see this is an NFL punter, this is someone who can do all the things that we want to do, then go ahead and make your move. You don't have to bring them in for a competition. Go ahead and make your move. You now have had this punter for two separate stretches. Bring them in. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers, and we'll have another one. You know how it goes. Monday morning after the game, it'll be played here. 